Don't hope that events will turn out the way you want. Welcome events in whichever way they happen. This is the path to peace. A quote from Epictetus. Dig. Welcome to the One Love Sports Show. This is Lance alongside Mario Rasta Hippie. What's going on? Everything's been great. A uh, beautiful day in Jamaica. Uh, sun shining, yes. but the breeze is blowing heavy in Kingston, um, which is not really usual, but um, it's been a great, it's been a great day so far. Well, sun shining, strong breeze, that's, that, 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 no but about that. That's great, you know. That that only enhanced the vibe, you know. This is, of course, the hottest 30 minutes in sports across the world. Uh, we dig in, as usual, we're looking at the events for the last seven days, and we had five featured events. Started with the Miami Heat hosting the Brooklyn Nets, and they got a walk-in. Miami was really recovering from their, what was the word we used last week, uh, Mario? Um, a kerfuffle. <laughs> the kerfuffle, yes. Uh, recovering from the kerfuffle they've been having there over there. Um, seem, things seem to have come on a bit. Uh, so I saw them performing well last night, bouncing back after that Brooklyn um, wallop in the gut. Grizzlies, Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies, man. Oh, God. They overcame the mighty Bucks last Saturday. Uh, Grizzlies are looking so good, so awesome. I mean, if you... If you were just born yesterday, you'd think they're unbeatable. You know, Curtis Blades took down Chris Dawkins in the UFC later that um, last Saturday night. Uh, by And that was, we were expecting submission, but it was like a, a TKO, wasn't it, Mario? A straight knockout, one punch dropped him. One punch, one punch. And then uh, on Monday, Grizzlies again were at it uh, over the Warriors, Golden State Warriors. That was a no contest. Celtics in our final game, featured game for last week. Celtics and the Heat did battle last night, and that was a close, close contest that went down to the wire. Miami showing, bouncing back, as we were saying, they were out of sorts last week. And they bounced back really well last night, um, showing strong metal, great defense, and cooling down the very hot Celtics. That was how the Sports Week rounded out based on our featured events. Um, any comments in general on our week unfolded, Mario? Uh, yes. Um, the, the fight between Jimmy Butler and Udonis Haslam and the coaching staff of Miami, like they're the perfect team to handle that situation. I thought it would boost them up. Um, the Grizzlies are ruining my drama at MVP vote because if you're 18 and 2 without your best player, I'm beating the best teams in the league. Goddamn. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. So it's bittersweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can understand. I mean, they're impressing you at the same time. They're ruining you. Well, I mean, you know, you can't have it both ways, you know? You can't have that great all around resilient team and then want to have. The MVP who the team can do without apparently. 
Um, amazing though, amazing. Um, it's a really good run they're having. But of course, you know, I'm still not convinced. There ends our review of the previous week. We'll now move on to the preview. In our preview for this week, looking at some of the top events um, coming up for the next seven days, uh, of course, the European Football League gets going again, resuming after the international break, and that was the it was a very epic international break, and lots of the most of the teams now have qualified uh, for the World Cup. The only some fringe teams who have to play, I guess, the 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 ones who are in the lowest qualification positions will have to go and play um, inter um, confederation. You know, so so like the the fourth place, I think, finish or fifth place finisher in Conmebol has to go and play team from Oceania, Oceanic region, you know, so, and I think that's the same case for CONCACAF. Our CONCACAF has four positions now, or it's three and a half? I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I think I have the full yeah. list of, of stuff here. Um, yeah, just give you a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there three some... spots, there's three automatic spots for CONCACAF and one playoff spot. So the playoffs is what you're speaking okay. about, right? Yes, yes, there's a half a spot for the playoff. And they, I think they play some team from the Mideast. Yes, yeah, so, um, Costa Rica from CONCACAF is going up against New Zealand. Peru will be going yeah. up against Australia or the United Arab Emirates. Wales will be going up against Scotland or Ukraine. Okay, so those are the three positions left to be filled out for the full slate of teams that are making it to this year and World Cup, FIFA World Cup. But looking across Europe, um, it is as we left it two weeks ago, where in England, Manchester City is leading by a point, um, waiting for that epic clash with Liverpool um, coming up, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. And then in Italy, you know, it is, I mean, that, that has been a toss-up for the lead there. I mean, jumping from one to the next, you know, but um, Napoli this time, Milan now, you know, it's just, just crazy. And then Inter was there, and Juve lurking in, in, in right now in fourth place, trying to sneak up on the leaders. And there's a big matchup coming in coming on Italy as as well over the weekend. But and in Germany, it's, it's clear Bayern Munich will lead there in La Liga, it's Real Madrid, and in League One, it is PSG. But looking at some key matchups coming up, and we start with the Inter uh, traveling to Juventus on Sunday, April three. That is supposed to be a classic matchup, Mario. Um, Juve has been playing well of late. Um, a late season bump, if you may, and Inter has been slumping. I think they have won only one out of the last four games. So this should be a very interesting matchup. Your thoughts? Well, my thoughts on this is that Inter, um, I think it's the perfect rest they needed, this international break, because, like I said, the, play, the switch of playing style has affected the team. They're not playing yeah. badly, but you can see that the new playing style is getting somewhat like difficult to, to play out for a season compared to what they did last season. And I think yeah. this is the perfect time for them to get their title challenge back on the road because Juve aren't that good of a team right now. They've been playing well, okay. but we saw them got yeah. knocked out of the Champions League by Bavaria. Surprisingly. Um, so, yeah, not expected. They're playing well, but you're saying they're still not consistent enough, not reliable. Um, they can't really 
put in the court there for them. I mean, they're, they're still not back to what they were. But that's my pick of the week, really, for the European um, leagues. Are there, I'll give you a minute, Mario, for bringing to our attention other games of interest that you see in the landscape. All right, well, the overall landscape to get forward on the weekend, it's Sampdoria versus Roma. It's another Rome derby. Um, Sampdoria mm-hmm. don't have the team that they had two to three years ago where they were actually European level, level class. But it's still a yeah. Rome derby, so they will always step up in those games. And yeah. there's also Leipzig versus Dortmund, the battle for second place in the yeah. Bundesliga. This is okay. sure to be an entertaining, high-scoring game. Neither teams have great defense, but both teams have very, very good offense. And they'll battle it out to see who comes second in our fairness. Okay. Okay. Atalanta playing um, in Napoli, I think. In the Serie Yeah, in the Serie A. That's also... Yeah, a good matchup. Yeah, so that's also a good matchup. Um, But I've Mm -hmm. I've been impressed with Atalanta this season. I think some new okay. additions and signings have, have kind of, you know, made the chem- throw off the chemistry of the squad a bit, even though they're still okay. playing well. And Napoli yeah. just have been, every time I doubt Napoli, they've proven me wrong this season, so I wouldn't bet against them this weekend. But yes. this match should be high scoring, maybe 3-2. Okay. Okay. To Napoli. Okay. okay, you're going back to your high scoring team for the Syria. Um... So, yeah, also, we want to stay in European football and look at the Champions League. It's the key matchup I see there is Chelsea-Real Madrid. Chelsea are defending champions, of course, and Real Madrid as is the winningest team. I mean, they are the champions of champions. They have won the Champions League the most times, and um, perhaps in the last uh, five years, they have won, I think, about three times. Maybe in the last six, seven years, they won about three times or so. So they have been pretty dominant. Um, this game is going to be a really interesting game. Um, how do you see it, Mary? Um, first and foremost, yes, it's been four in the last six to seven years. Um, yes. Three on the Zidane, one on the Ancelotti. And this okay. is not that same Real Madrid team. We saw it in El Clasico. This team doesn't have Benzema. Even if they do have Benzema, they're still not mm. that team to win the Champions League. They had Benzema scoring amazing just like um, last year. Just like this year, Benzema was playing amazing last year. Chelsea beat them mm-hmm. on, over both legs in the semi-finals at a later stage. And this is the same Real Madrid team. It's the same Chelsea mm. team as well because neither have really added. But I would bet on Chelsea getting the victory um, because, again... Chelsea and Manchester City and Liverpool are the only teams and Bayern who they can take off their starting eleven and still win a Champions League level match at this level. So I'm I'm expecting just like last season a knockout from Chelsea. Okay, you're giving Chelsea the edge there. Well, let us jump from the European football scene and head over to the NBA where things are heating up as usual. I think most teams have about a half a dozen games to go. So within the next two weeks, we're looking at getting into the playing tournament and starting um, for the playoffs, which we are, is eagerly anticipated. The Heat are locked in battle at the top with the Bucs. 
of the Eastern Conference, and in the Western Conference, it's the Suns who are way above everybody else, and the Grizzlies are also separating themselves in second place. So some great matchups are coming over the next seven days, and the pick of the bunch for me are the Grizzlies hosting the Suns, the two top dogs in the Western Conference, and that is as soon as tomorrow evening. Your thoughts on that matchup, Murray? My thoughts are this is going to be the Eastern, sorry, the Western Conference final. So I'm really yeah, looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see any two other teams playing this consistently right now. What scares me about this is that ja, I don't think Ja is playing. I'm not sure if he's back yeah. as yet. But yeah. this is the perfect test for the Grizzlies. If Ja was there, then it would mm. still be the perfect test for the Suns. But the Suns are going up against um, a team with all of their best players. Devon Booker has been mm. screaming for MVP um, because he's been going under the radar. Um, but mm-hmm. this matchup is about who will actually go through to meet to the finals of the NBA from the West. So I don't think Suns can afford to lose because losing against a, a starless Grizzlies is not going to do well for their psychology if they were to meet again. Um, Grizzlies can afford to lose because they can always say, well, Ja is not here. And even though we've been doing well without him, we can't go all the way without him. You know, So they can always use that to say, well, we didn't have Ja. So this is a crucial game for Suns. So it's pressure on Suns in this game more than anybody else. Grizzlies have been playing the Grizzlies have been playing with house money, so to speak. They have been playing with free abandon, reckless <laughs> abandon even, because Jai's not there. So they have nothing to lose, you know. So, um, if you lose a game, oh, you know, we don't have Jai playing. But, so they have no pressure on them at all, and that just really seems to be spurring their performance. So I, I, Son's going to be under pressure. But I expect with Chris Paul, maturity of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, that Suns should be able to cool down these Grizzlies. I mean, after all, it's not a great, the Bears are not the king of the jungle. Um, so somebody needs to cool them down. They need to get, you know, um, taken down to reality, back down to earth for a while. I don't uh, see that happening. Yeah, I know you don't see that happening, but I see it happening. Um, so, but but it's it's gonna it's it's shaping up to be a very exciting NBA playoffs because the, the playing field seems so level, you know, um, it seems so unpredictable, and even though you really don't have a convincing favorite, and even if you could say Grizz is looking good, every team has something a knock against them. I mean, the only team really to me that looks the part like you really they have the least negatives. Is a box, the Milwaukee Bucks, defending champions. I think right now they must be the favorites. Um, I, I agree. They, yeah. yeah, they must be the favorites. Um, and so, and with Suns, Suns were there last year, and you could say yes, okay, is there an opportunity to go back and um, to get a second shot? You know, and they have been, and it's great. I mean, having gone there and played at the final. And come back this season, be even more impressive than last season. That's kudos to them, to their coaching staff, to the players for showing the hunger. 
Um, but when playoffs come, they're going to see what they're really made of. So we look forward to see that. So let's just look at UFC 273. The Korean Zombie takes on Volkanovsky. And I think from your Livesport show, Mario, I understood from there that you were giving props to um, Volkanovsky. You don't think the Korean Zombie has a chance here. Yes, every time I've doubted Volkanovski, he's found a reason to shut me up. I just don't see the flaws that you can pinpoint in this game. So, um, nobody's exposed it. So, mm. the Korean zombie is very skilled, but he's hittable. Volkanovski, mm. to me, is just fast. Stronger than he looks, because he's, he's a smaller guy. It's a featherweight boat. So, but yes. he's a lot quicker than he looks. He's a lot stronger than he looks. And nobody's has ex nobody has exposed him on the ground in terms of grappling, and nobody's exposed him on the feet. He's 23 and 1 for a reason. Mm. But if anybody okay. can upset him, it would be the Korean zombie. Because here's the thing with the Korean zombie. He will throw something that you haven't seen before, and then it's a surprise knockout. Mm. Okay. Okay. So he has an X-factor and an unpredictability that gives him a chance. But you're saying, otherwise from that, Volkanovski should, should take it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. So that wraps up our preview of games coming up, events coming up in the world of sports over the next seven days. Let's take a fast break. Welcome to Fast Break, where we explore hot topics and burning issues in the world of sports. And this week, I'm not going to say it's really burning at the moment, but with the World Cup qualifiers almost wrapped up, we're seeing a better picture now of who is going to be there. Of course, Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi will be at the World Cup. It's a strange time to be playing World Cup, so anything can happen. But who do you see as top billing, firm favorites for the title this year, Mario? I know it's very early to ask, and we're going to ask several times before the tournament starts. But just getting your early take. My early take in terms of favorites has to be Spain, and it has to be um, Arizona down the and Belgium. Spain and Belgium, okay. Yes. Yeah, Belgium has been. Promising, promising, promising for a while now. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, where is Eden Hazard? Um, you know, he's, he's still at Real Madrid. Lukaku. Mm. Lukaku. I don't know. He's been he just shut up I wouldn't say that. Um, I would say that he hasn't been trusted by his coach and his injury issues. Those are the two biggest okay. issues. Um, Ancelotti mm. wanted to move on from the older heads other than Cruz and Modric. So that's why Bale and, and Hazard has been frozen out. And then his injury issues is what has been keeping Hazard um, out of football for the past two years. And Modric mm. keep rushing him back from injuries to try and help their title campaigns and it ends up giving him more injuries. But Belgium's okay. last chance is this World Cup. The, the Euros was their last chance on the European stage. But Belgium's last golden generation 
this is their absolute last chance. So it's not like they were, they, they, they've had the hardest groups and the hardest challenges for every World Cup and every Euros that they've been a part of. They've had the most difficult, they have the most difficult campaign getting to the finals. Okay. So are you ruling out France, Champions France, and um, resurgent, rejuvenated Argentina? Argentina um, actually has made a huge mistake with their national team. They got away with a Copa America title win, I have to say that, despite being an Argentina fan. But there is a lot of flaws or flaws in Argentina that is not being shown right now. But we are, we'll go into that on a like one more time. But right. France, okay. the France, mm-hmm. we saw it at the Euros. There's crap. There's a lot of holes in this French team. They kept it together for the last World Cup. But we're starting to see the holes in this French national team. I'm, I'm not having them as favorites. Okay, interesting. I think that um, I've seen some maturity in African football. So I am backing one of the African teams to go deep. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's maybe even Senegal. Um, based on a, a strong defensive effort. I'm backing one of them to go pretty deep and I wouldn't be surprised to see an African team in the final, which would be the first. So I would go Morocco. There you have that. Okay, Morocco. There you have that. Um, yes, yeah, so that's it for fast break. Of course, we're trotting over to Super Mario Adventures. Welcome to Super Mario Adventures, where Mario takes us on a path, you know, on one of the less traveled pathways, one of the stories which is not really in the mainstream. Well, this was in the mainstream for maybe not US mainstream, North American mainstream, but world news. It was in mainstream uh, about a month ago, um, the story that Mario is going to speak about today. Let's have it, Mario. Thanks. There's a million ways to die. And, mm. you know, whenever a lot of people don't get to choose, well, nobody gets to choose when. <laughs> and, um, but, and nobody gets to choose how either. And there's been tragedy yeah. throughout the world for the past three years, even with this war coming up. But a legendary cricket player who has won so many hearts on the cricket pitch. Mm-hmm. So many accolades. Yeah, like not only did he live a great life on the pitch, and I can't really speak for his off the field life overall, but mm-hmm. what a way! I, I, I don't, maybe I, I've never experienced a heart attack, so I don't want to say what a way to die, but to get a heart mm-hmm. attack while poor women are trying to please you is mm. I, 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 I would, I would go out like that. I would love to go out like Whoa. that. Wow, wow, what a way! Wow. Yes, um, so imagine imagine when he slides into heaven. Everybody would be looking at him. I mean, it, it was honestly because um, I was even sent the videos and the pictures of it. And yeah. if there was a way, it's, it's almost every man's dream to die that way secretly. Wow. Um, yeah, because he was in Thailand, and of course, you know what are you doing in Thailand? Um, they were on a boys' holiday in Thailand at the Koh Samui mm-hmm. Villa and of course mm-hmm. 
Shane Wong's 52-year-old heart could not handle four mm. different women at the same time and it gave way while they were having an art and uh, wow. first um, I want to say congratulations to his cricket career because he's had great accolades he's upset the wins West Indies so many times um, yes. but what a way to go if you're going to go he's bro- I mean he's broken so many hearts across the world uh, it's amazing that his own um, gave way at the end um, but do you think St. Peter will be congratulating him? I mean, to say, why? You certainly live with style. I mean, you certainly had a whale of a time down there. I would still think that St. Peter would be like, hey, you gave, you, you gave it everything right. Truly, truly, I mean, he did. He did. Uh, what a way, I mean, this man really, really lived it to the fullest, you know. Um, it would have been for his family friends shocking and sad because it's just so unexpected you know and so abrupt they couldn't even do anything no last word it's like no preparation so they are the ones who may be feeling the worst of it at the end of the day which generally is the case you know um, so but a very interesting story and I'm surprised it didn't get maybe to protect his um, image image he didn't get a lot of media coverage like in an ESPN you know sports event so he didn't hear a lot of you know about dual details I mean just all just mysterious he died and blah, blah, blah. but <laughs> the circumstances were never dealt in Lance you know? every news um, report just says um, 52 year old legendary Shane one died from a heart attack it said four friends yeah. tried to resuscitate yeah. him for a couple of minutes and it worked <laughs> and that was it and that was it <laughs> That was it. Poor friends, exactly. So, unless you dug behind the details, you wouldn't have known these things. Eh? Oh my God. Um, I need to, I need to feature this on the group because that, that, because I don't know, I don't think a lot of people un- know or are aware of what really happened. You know. Um, I have the um, pictures if you want to get that explicit in the group. I don't know if the group will manage, <laughs> manage that well. I don't know if you want that, but I have the pictures on my phone. So. Hold Interesting Super Mario Adventures. <laughs> Welcome to Overtime. Overtime is where we do the overdrive. And we dig in here to some key events that we are going to be predicting for the upcoming week. Today we have, I think we have about seven events, yes, um, on our list. And we start with the biggest of them all, perhaps. The Grizzlies hosting the Suns on Friday night. Mario, maybe I'm going to ask you. I'm making this bet with my heart rather than my head. My head tells me the Suns because they have all of their players and they're the best team to me in the league outside of the box. Um, But yeah, I'm moving with my heart. Yeah, my heart is for the Grizzlies right now. I hope they keep going on this run without Ja because 
the Phoenix Phoenix Suns can't lose their first spot, but I think the Grizzlies will lose their second spot, and I don't want them to. Mm. I want mm. them to stay far from the Suns as possible until the Western Conference final. Well, well, don't put too much of your heart in it, as the previous story showed. You don't <laughs> want to get a failure there, okay? So I'm gonna put too much heart into it. All right. Um, no, remind me at the end that you need to select which one you're entering the competition because you haven't done so for the last two weeks and haven't entered anything on the group either. Oh, on yes. Saturday, on Saturday, Duke University in the college basketball semifinals faced off with UNC, University of North Carolina. Duke is one of the more successful um, universities in, in college basketball, as is UNC. Um, Duke, uh, with their illustrious coach, Mike Krzyzewski, um, who is one of the all-time great college basketball coaches, also is the coach of the U.S. national basketball team, has won several Olympic gold medals with the U.S. national team. Um, but he's, his career is coming to an end. And in fact, the next game that Duke um, win, um, loses will be his last game. This is his last season. And UNC has faced them. UNC is also another story. And they are both from the same state, North Carolina. UNC is also a very storied franchise. Of course, you don't need reminders um, of who went to UNC. Michael Jordan, of course, is an alumni. Um, that's where he made his first um, was a pizza game-winning shot. You know, um, so it's it, it's it's a real epic matchup in the semifinals in what you call March Madness and the the tournament, the NCAA tournament for basketball and college sports. You you have any thoughts on the game, Mario, as to what the result may or outcome may be like? March Madness is, is has been madness so far because. I mean, it's usually is, but this season, especially, um, it's been it's been a, a very crazy. But with this game, like Coach K's guys cannot fail now. Like if they were going to fail, it would have been the last game. And um, was it their national championship that they lost? And Coach K was like, "Hey, even though it's my final season, the most important thing is the um, I think it was their conference title they lost." And then he said that the national yeah, title is all that matters. Yes, yes, they, they, yeah, they, were, they lost a conference um, title and they, they lost to UNC. <laughs> yes, so you know, the same thing. So they have been beaten twice this season by UNC already. Um, so it's everything. And that was, that was Coach K's last game at home at, at, at Duke. And UNC came there and everybody was all there for the game celebrating. And UNC came there and, 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 and crashed the party. So. It's, it's the third time to charm. Yeah, it's also play for. So can I give up? I think theory? sentimentally, sentimentally, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you for this one. But I think if you look at it logically and based on what I've seen so far, UNC should have it. Yeah. Can I can I make one quick theory? Yes. Just one thing. This might be Coach K's last season coaching basketball, but I don't think he's putting up everything as a coach. Oh, you think you can't keep on coaching the U.S. national team? No, not even them. I think, oh, think based on the fact, 
hold on, based on the fact that Cam Reddish and mm -hmm. um, RJ Barrett, who are former Duke players drafted to the NBA, are both now in New York City. Also, New oh, York you City. think you're not going to New York and get Zion there and, and coach at Duke? <laughs> Boom. Big three from Duke. You have a generational talent in Zion. Two of the Duke guys are, are already there. One was drafted by New York in RJ. One was traded for from the Atlanta Hawks in Cam Reddish. And Zion is, has been unhappy at the Pelicans. And that is going to implode eventually. You already have two of his teammates in college there. You have the, you have the coach about to retire from the college game or maybe even the US game. I think New York is primed to get Zion Williamson and Coach K back with his big I don't think it's going to happen. I think Coach K is done. I think he he knows when to quit. And I don't think he's not going to NBA at all. It would be nice. It would be a great story. But I don't think it's going to happen. That's a theory. Jumping over to the UFC, where Volkanovski um, faces the Korean Zombie. You've already given your take there that Volkanovski will, will edge at one. And on Sunday, with Juve hosting Inter, uh, who did you choose there again? Give me Inter 1 0. Inter 1 0. Uh, at least not a high score in 3 2 or a score that hard as you've been predicting for the Syria this season. And on Sunday, again, you have the Miami Open. Um, I think it's the last hard court event before you get into the clear court season. Um, but um, it's the world of tennis, and we're looking to see. I'm thinking that Naomi Osaka may bounce back to winning ways and take this title. I think she's currently playing semi final against Benchich, but I expect um, Osaka to take the title. He's done uh, a set, she may, she done a set. I think she won the second set, and um, so I think she's gonna come back. I'll, I'll, I'll back her. I think she'll face Swatek. Um, who won the Indian um, Indian Wells tournament um, last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, I think. Um, and over into the men's singles, where Alcaraz has been playing pretty well, and Medvedev is there. Yes, he has. I think he's playing his quarterfinals. No, I think he got um, knocked he off. He, 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 yeah, he that's lost. what I said. He went Sorry, to bed. Yeah, 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 that's what I said. He went to bed. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. They put him to sleep. That was surprising that Urkaj um, beat him. So I think maybe Alcaraz should, could be the, the final. Uh, well, could be one of the favorites here. A very wide open tournament um, right now with top seed uh, Medvedev out. So I would maybe put my money on Alcaraz here. Um, Young has been up and coming. Um, was really impressive against Rafael Nadal at Indian Wells. Rafael, but Rafael Nadal outlasted him, but picked up an injury during that match and went on to lose the final. But looking real good here. So my picks are Alcaraz and, and on the women's side, Osaka. Yes, um, the results are in. Osaka actually won the semifinal just now. Um, yeah, I just so saw it. Yeah, I just saw it. Yes, yeah, so I'm picking her for the finals. Um, so you have it for the Miami Open. And then the last game, which you have already given your prediction on, is the Chelsea Real Madrid, the Champions League game, which you have said, give it to Chelsea. Yeah, so give me Chelsea 2 0. Yeah, just give me mm -hmm. Chelsea 2 0. And that's the one I'm entering in the group for my bit. 
Okay, awesome. You're so confident. Love that. Great stuff. Okay, there you have it. Yes, another episode of the One Love Sports Show. Always enjoyable. Always having fun here. Um, a quick wrap, quick update, a quick roundup of top sporting events and news items around the world. Thanks for joining us. And remember, it's One Love every time. <laughs>